And then we have another question from a married woman in her 40s with three young kids. How do you get your spouse motivated for projects around the home and or getting on the same page as you to complete tasks together? What's the best approach? So interesting, I just coached somebody on this as well this week and uh, have a, a few different ideas. So we're, we're all at home more, right? And, and there's lots of things that need to be done. And this is an opportunity, like we can do the honey-do list and get some help from our spouse with you know things around the house. So here's the thing, because this is from a woman and um, I'll just assume that she's in a relationship with a man. Men and women are very different in what how they perceive their environment. For women, we have a superpower called diffuse awareness, which means we notice everything. And men have a superpower called single focus, which is that high level of focus that they have. They literally um, can screen out things happening around them, sounds and, and other things in their vision. And women, and again, this is down to our brain structure. So this is science-based and uh, this diffuse awareness, we notice everything. So we notice everything in the house that needs to be done because it's all calling out to us, usually in a very judgmental and critical voice. Like, why haven't you done this yet? Why haven't you, if you were a better mother and wife, you'd be doing this and then, well, you know, tell that voice to take a chill pill. Don't let it shame you like that. I'm never in, in, uh, in favor of, of that shame approach. However, we, we do notice all of these things around the house. And oftentimes men, because of their single focus, they don't notice all of the details like we do, okay? And that goes all the way back to the, the day of the caveman and cavewoman. So again, we're modern day cave people with the, this, uh, you know, with our, our survival instincts and how these come into play. So one of the ways that one of my, teachers, one of my mentors in this material handles this is she is so fun. And she at her house, she says, it's like, everybody loves Raymond, you know, like, there's all these guys in the house, between her husband, I think her father in law, her brothers, you know, everybody kind of comes and congregates and watches the game and hangs out a lot at their house. So she sees all of these things around the house that she could use help with, um, that they don't necessarily see. And so what they came up with, they came up with this system and we want to come up with this together in partnership with agreement. We don't want to say, okay, look, this is what we're doing now. And I expect you to conform. That's not partnership. That's dictatorship. So you could approach it with, Hey honey, I heard this idea. I want wondering if we could try it out and see what you think and ask him what he thinks, right? Ask him that one question and then Wait for him to answer. Quiet. Okay. So here's the idea. Here's what she does. She has like a notepad where she just jots down things that need to be done. Like, oh, the, the light bulb in the hallway needs to be changed. Um, the garbage disposal needs to be fixed. It could be minor things. It could be major things. You know, we need to move those bricks from the backyard over to the other area. You know, so she just jots down the things around the house that need to be done that she could use help with. And she leaves that notepad in the kitchen and the guys all know that it's there and maybe they're watching a game or something. And then it's halftime. They can choose whenever they want. They can choose to wander into the kitchen and take a look at that list and go, Oh, 
yeah, that'll take me five minutes. I can, I can change that light bulb in the hallway. Let me do that right now. Boom. And he can, he can just go do it. You know, so it's it's not a dictatorship. It's a partnership. It's a it's a beautiful tool and just make it fun, you know, and you can also, you know, when your man helps you with something like that, you can you can give him points. Men love to play for points. You can say, good job, honey. You get 100 points for that. You know, even if they don't know what the points are for. It's OK. Like if your man is into sports, use those use that language point playing for points. Um, you're number one, we're on the same team, that kind of thing. That that kind of language can be very important. So that's one way. That's like a, a fun way. I love that as a very practical tool. And when you need to approach the conversation, so because men are always single focused, you want to arrange a time to talk about something. And so what that looks like is, hey, honey, I know you're busy. Can we talk about um, some projects around the home when you have time? Don't worry, you're not in trouble. I think it'll take about 15 minutes. Uh, when would be a convenient time for you? Okay, so you're asking him when would be a convenient time to talk. He can prepare himself for the talk. Let him know that he's not in trouble because otherwise he's going to worry about that. So he might say, oh, I can I can talk to you right now. You know, maybe he was at a stopping point or he might say, you know what, I'll be done with this in about 20 minutes and then we can talk. Or he might say, um, how about tonight at dinner? Let's talk once I'm done working for the day and let's talk at dinner. So then when it's time to have that conversation, uh, thank him for that. Thanks for taking the time to chat about this. And give him some appreciation, appreciate him for something that he does around the house and have it be genuine. Okay. It's only manipulation if it's not genuine. When you start looking for something to appreciate your partner for, you can find it every day, every day. You can find several examples of something to appreciate about your partner and to acknowledge. So start with some sort of a compliment, some sort of appreciation, acknowledging, you know, I really acknowledge how hard you work. I appreciate how hard you work. Uh, all day for the family. Maybe you work hard too. That's okay. It's okay to give a compliment, right? So I really appreciate how hard you work. And what I would love to talk about is there are some projects around the house that that need to get done. And I'm wondering how we can come up with a system to get them done that works for both of us. And you could talk about that notepad idea. You two could sit there and brainstorm together, make it fun. So keep it fun and lighthearted. So smile, tone of voice, all has something to do with it. So be happy, be playful. Um, and maybe right there together, just brainstorm on like, okay, what, what are things that you would like to see done around the house? They might be big things, they might be little things. And so just start brainstorming and write everything down and do it together. Okay, so when we do it together and when we ask what the other person thinks or ask for their contribution, then it's not dictatorship, right? Then it's partnership. So coming from that place of partnership and then um, talking about, you know, well, who could do what and when could that be done by, you know, just allow for some, some flexibility, allow for some space in there. Let me let me see if I've got the whole question here. Getting on the same page as you complete tasks together. So here's the thing. 
this is so common in human communication. What I'm thinking and even what I think I've communicated, I think it, that it's very clear and that it's very obvious, but it might not be. If I haven't very clearly and specifically spoken about what this looks like. So it could be, you know, one of the to-do projects might be the backyard. So we need to get our back uh, the backyard in shape, get the backyard in order. Um, well, unless we specify exactly what that looks like for us, then the other person, they might have their idea of what that means to get the backyard in order. And you might have a different idea. And so have that conversation. Like, what does that look like for you? And here's what it looks like for me. And here's an idea I had. So it's not a mandate. It's just an idea. And I tell my husband that too. I say, you know, when I come to you with an idea, I say, this is just an idea. It's not something that needs to be acted on. Right. Um, because sometimes it can, it might come across as a demand if we don't preface it with, this is just an idea I had. What do you think? So we want to ask their input too. What do you think? That's what makes it a partnership. And then look at the different tasks that need to be done. Draw out how you want the backyard to look. You know, do you want real grass or fake grass? Do you want some landscaping? Do you want to get rid of that tree or plant a new one? You know, get real specific about that and come up with these ideas together. It can be fun to, to do that together. But when it's one person saying, I want this done, I want this done, I want this done, and I want it done this way. And at this time, that's um, that leaves no room for partnership. So really come at it from a partnership place. And, you know, she, the woman who asked this question, maybe she's got several ideas already of what needs to be done around the house. And maybe he has some ideas of what needs to be done too that she doesn't know about. So really brainstorming together in a very fun and curious way can be very helpful with that. All right, let me see if I answered that. And asking for the buy-in, right? Asking for, would you be willing to do these things? And maybe depending on the work situation or depending on his stress level or his energy level, maybe he would rather hire somebody to do the backyard or, or whatever particular um, task, you know, and maybe you didn't know that was an option. So just be open to all these different solutions. And here's the thing ladies, men are natural born problem solvers. They naturally want to solve problems. However, often when we come to them with a problem, first of all, as women, we don't like to use the word problem because we feel like, oh, if I have a problem, then I am the problem. It's not true. Men love to hear I have a problem. They want to solve problems. Okay. And I teach a whole class on this one too, the, the problem solving. So they love to solve problems. And oftentimes we will come to them with an idea and with all of the solutions. So a problem and all the solutions when instead we should come to them and say, okay, we've got this problem or we need to do that, do something about the backyard. What are your thoughts on that? And let his solution oriented brain come up with a bunch of different ideas. You know, and then work together in partnership to to agree on what you want to do there with the backyard and then implement it. And how is it going to be implemented? And this part is somewhat whose job and this part is whose job and this part needs to be done first. So when 
could we agree to have that part done? So then the other person can do their part, you know, just really clear communication. But again, come from a place of calm and centered and curious. I guess that's my mantra for today, calm, centered and curious. And we see these with my coaching clients, I see these issues coming up more and more because we're all at home together right now, right? With this isolation, with coronavirus, we're all spending so much more time together. We're, we're working from the home. So perhaps if someone is working and on business calls, there needs to be a certain level of quiet during the day. So it's an adjustment. It's definitely an adjustment for everyone. So it can create that short fuse. It can create those misunderstandings. And the two questions I invite you to uh, remember whenever you feel your human normal instinct, that tension rising in your body, when someone is doing or saying something you don't like, um, step back and ask yourself, what if nobody's misbehaving? And what if there's a good reason for that? So if you can come from that place of curiosity with those questions and like see what their point of view is, because we don't always verbalize it, right? Or we don't always completely verbalize it. So just see what, what their ideas are. So I hope that helps. Um, and remember, it, it's about being in partnership. It's about being in partnership in that way and asking your partner. So what works for you? And we, when we need to have these conversations, does this approach work for you? Do you prefer something different? So again, ask one question and then invisible duct tape on the mouth and wait and let him answer. And when you bring him a problem, let him come up with some solutions. If you bring him a problem and a bunch of solutions, um, then what did you need to bring it to him for if you already? Now, it's okay to have some of your own ideas and your own solutions, but what I'm saying is let the other person have some ideas as well and some input. Otherwise, it just feels like a dictatorship instead of partnership. Okay.